Sports Snippets on a Saturday, the 3rd of October. How you doing? What are you doing? Hope all's well. Here to talk a little NBA Finals Game 2 commentary. Got some things to talk about. Miami Heat LA Lakers in your NBA Finals this year. Lakers jump out to a commanding 2-0 lead in your best of seven series. Lakers now halfway there to becoming world champions once again. You can catch me on YouTube, Sports Snippets with Dennis Sullivan. Go ahead, leave me a voicemail as well if you'd like uh, regarding this podcast and the material contained within this podcast. And also, if you feel the need to do so, you can also be a contributor to this podcast. Instructions should be included if you're interested in doing so. Let's discuss, guys. Was watching game two, saw some good things, saw some not good things. Of course, the Heat banged up going into game two. Many saying this could be a 20, 30 point victory without question for the Lakers. I will say this the Heat did a fairly decent job keeping it close, keeping it respectable. They would wind up losing by 10, 124 to 114. I think overall, the offensive execution for the Heat was fine. It was at least average. Actually, no, that, that would be an under, a little bit of an understatement. I would say an above average to pretty good execution by the Heat offensively. And I would say a below average, borderline poor performance by the Heat defensively. And I'm going to get into that right now as far as what I think the Heat need to do in game three and really moving forward. And I think back to those old Chicago Bull teams when, if you ever recall, those of you who've been watching NBA for as long as I have or, you know, even longer, I'm sure some of you, but they had what they referred to as the three-headed monster in the middle. Wennington, Bill Cartwright was part of that. And the other guy, I believe, was Luke Longley. And they would kind of they would kind of mix and match, you know, they, they would kind of play one guy for five minutes, go to another guy for eight minutes, bring another guy in like that, and then even go with both. But they didn't really need to go with both very often. They would just kind of rotate those three. And they used to say, well, they got 18 fouls. I've heard that a few times, meaning six fouls each they can use. Now, here's the thing, guys, not that we need to do that to that extent, but we need to come, as far as we, I'm talking about the Miami Heat, need to come up with something along those lines. How does Myers Leonard only play nine minutes with Bam Adebayo out with the injury? How does Myers Leonard, this is your biggest guy, this is your seven footer, how does he only play nine minutes? With Bam, he should be playing in the 18 to 22, 23 minute range. And I'll tell you why. The Heat are not doing anything as far as clogging that middle. You got to put bodies on people, make them go to the free throw line. Let's go. Where's the aggression? Where's the physicality? Okay, you get a nice boost from Kelly Olenek. Had a nice game, but I need to give the other side of him too. He needs to be careful with his shot selection, by the way. But Kelly Olynyk finishes with 24 points, 9 rebounds. Big bright spot for the Heat. 
Okay, he did a lot of good things. But Kelly Olynyk, let's face it, guys, he's more of a finesse big guy. He, he stretches the defense. He likes to take his 20-footers, throws up the occasional three. You know, he, he's, a, he's a perimeter big guy. Okay, the Heat are not the same style as the Lakers, even as stated by Eric Spolstra in an in-game, uh, you know, one of those quick interviews they do at the end of the quarter or, between, you know, a commercial or what have you, and they, they have the coach and everything, and they're talking to him. And uh, Spolstra would say in so many words, contrasting styles. And he's right. But come on, guys. We need to make a little bit of an adjustment here, do the heat. And they need to challenge the Lakers inside a little bit more. As In fact, I'm not going to even say a little bit more, kind of like a lot more. Make them go to the free throw line. The Heat were doing a good job drawing fouls, and that was kind of pointed out. That, and they were up, and I thought it was a good thing at the time. They were saying something like, uh, in the first half, Heat holding 11-2 edge and free throws. And, uh, you know, and I, was, I was saying to myself, wow, that's good. And it was good for the way we were going about things offensively. There were a lot of good things that we saw from the Heat offensively. But then again, it kind of points to the lack of aggression, the lack of physicality defensively that forget it you might as well put 30 to 35 points 12 13 rebounds for anthony davis every game if this continues give him the finals mvp just hand it to him before game three if that if that's how this is gonna go and i'll tell you what as much of a spark kelly olenic was and as highly thought of he is from me I, I have a high uh, regard for Kelly Olenek I think he's a very good player he's a if anything I think he wasn't playing enough he's a nice contributor he's a he's a veteran he's a proven player he's not an all-star but he's he's a good player to have on your team but what he's doing with that there were two possessions where I mean you look at his uh, from the field uh, field goal percentage, he was over 50%. He was something like 9 of 16, roughly. I might be a little off on that, but he was right in that 9 to 16 range. He's over 50%. Percent. His box score looked really good. He, he produced really well. But the one possession when he pulls up from three, like I'm talking at least five feet behind the, the three-point line, and it looked further than that. Shot clock wasn't running down. Quarter wasn't coming to an end. And then he had another ill-advised shot as things eh, were starting to kind of wind down with like four minutes left, I believe it was, something like that, where it just wasn't a good shot from the perimeter. Um, especially in that, in that circumstance. You know, th- these, were, these were two not good shots at all. And I mean, the Heat cannot, they cannot afford that. This isn't like a mid-season game against the Atlanta Hawks. This is this is game two of the NBA Finals. So we need to to watch that shot selection. You gotta get in there. The best thing I we can have or for I'm telling you right now, and I don't, I don't if you disagree, you disagree. Leave me a voicemail. Best thing that can happen for the Heat is to get over the limit as a team in fouls. Let's get a few guys in foul trouble. By that, I don't mean Jimmy Butler. I don't mean Bam. Because he's supposed to return Sunday night. 
I mean, guys like Myers Leonard. Kelly Olenek had five fouls. That's a good sign. Iguodala, keep him in the 20s and minutes played. He's got to play 20 to 25 minutes. Iguodala is a good defender. You got to go a little more defense and a little more spunk, a little more hustle. And again, Myers Leonard playing only nine minutes. There's something I don't know then. There's something I'm not understanding. Because that just, to me, doesn't make any sense, guys. We know the Lakers are perhaps, and I'm going to say off the top of my head, they are the most physical team in the NBA. They're the strongest team in the NBA. You got Anthony Davis. You got LeBron. You got Dwight Howard, who might be past his prime, but he's still Dwight Howard. The guy's a monster. Need I say more? So game three, Wednesday, it looks, I'm sorry, Wednesday. Game three, Sunday night, Sunday evening, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Looks like Bam will be ready to go for the Heat. Looks like Drogic probably will not be playing. And as important Goran Drogic is to the Miami Heat, at least we can say that the Heat are deep at the guard position, which they are. Kendrick Nunn, more than capable. And I believe he scored in double figures in game two. He's around 13 points. He had he had 13, I believe. Derek Jones Jr. can fill in. He didn't really get much time in, in the second game, but he is a Derek Jones Jr. is a good player. Kendrick Nunn, hero inserted into the starting lineup, which was nice to see. So it looks like there's a good chance Gorin will not play in Game 3, but we'll see what happens there. That's not a definite yet. Looks like Bam will be playing. So let's see how Game 3 goes, guys. Sports Snippets, Dennis Sullivan, leave me a voicemail. Catch me on YouTube. Let's talk about this series. Let's see how Game 3 goes, and I will speak with you soon. Bye for now.